Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Forgetfulness by Billy Collins. The name of the author is the first to go, followed obediently by the title, the plot, the heartbreaking conclusion, the entire novel, which suddenly becomes one you have never read, never even heard of. As if, one by one, the memories you used to harbor decided to retire to the southern hemisphere of the brain, to a little fishing village where there are no phones. Long ago, you kissed the names of the nine muses goodbye and watched the quadratic equation pack its bag. And even now, as you memorize the order of the planets, something else is slipping away. A state flower, perhaps, the address of an uncle, the capital of Paraguay. Whatever it is you are struggling to remember, it is not poised on the tip of your tongue, not even lurking in some obscure corner of your spleen. It has floated away down a dark mythological river whose name begins with an L as far as you can recall. Well, on your own way to oblivion where you will join those who have even forgotten how to swim and how to ride a bicycle. No wonder you rise in the middle of the night to look up the date of a famous battle in a book on war. No wonder the moon in the window seems to have drifted out of a love poem that you used to know by heart. Hi, I'm here today with my friend Anna Deneze, who sent me that Billy Collins poem that you just heard. And I wanted to have her join me at my table and chat about it a little bit. So thanks for being here, Anna. Welcome. What made this the poem that you decided to send in to me two months ago? I've listened to it several times and really enjoyed it. Um, and we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. So why this poem? So you had requested that we send in a poem that, in your words, ambushed us. Um, and so I was trying to think of a time when I wasn't expecting or looking for a poem, but then one jumped out. And I thought of uh, this one by Billy Collins. I had heard probably in the mid-90s an, on an episode of Garrison Keillor's Prairie Home Companion, which I listened to every week, usually while I was doing something else. And they had Billy Collins, as he was the poet laureate at the time, who read a selection of his poetry, four or five poems. And this poem, Forgetfulness, was one that just leaped off to me because of the sense of humor. And I think the sense of humor about something that everybody struggles with, which is forgetting things that they need to know or wish they could remember. Um, so I think it's also one that at the time I laughed, but as I've gone... Uh, back to it many times. It still is my favorite of his poems because it um, talks about something that's so universal and that's so funny, but at the same time so painful. Mm -hmm. So of all the great lines in there, the funny ones, the you know, poignant ones, what are some of the ones that you enjoy the most or that you find running through your mind when you think of this poem? Yeah. Um, well, I think he starts by laughing at the fact that nobody remembers 
who wrote things, which is funny to have an author start with the name of the author is the first to go. So it's that kind of wry, self-deprecating humor. Yeah, I didn't even notice that at first until he pointed it out. Yeah, he's just laughing at, at himself. Um, so that kind of hooked me in. But I think in the second in the second part where he makes your memories these little things with minds of their own that just decide with no warning to retire and you never see them again. And that picture of them being down somewhere in a little fishing village in the southern hemisphere where there are no phones yeah, so you can that. never talk to them again. That's probably one of my favorites. And I think the other one is um, towards the end where he's talking about whatever you're trying to remember has floated away down a dark mythological river whose name begins with an L, as far as he can recall. Yeah. So we know that's the River Lethe, which is the river in classical mythology of forgetting when people die. Um, but just that he doesn't that even say, yeah, he doesn't even say the name of the river, yeah. he just kind of refers to it. But it's, it's our own way to oblivion. Yes. Um, so I think that's just clever and funny. So funny. <laughs> What about the last stanza? I feel like it ends in a really poignant way. Yeah, and it's very different. And yeah. that was a stanza I've kind of struggled with a little bit because the rest is just so clever and funny. Um, and then it just gets very, um, a little sentimental and emotional that that I think he's sympathizing with, with people. And I, in my mid-50s, struggling all the time to remember things that I know I knew, even recently or a long time mm -hmm. ago and so we're all in this place where we're on our way to oblivion from the bit before and then it says you know no wonder we get up in the middle of the night to look up things because we can't remember anything but at the very end especially no wonder that we see the moon is coming out of a love poem that we used to know by heart so that it's still there it's still that memory or that beauty that was there from that thing that we thought we would never forget that used to be deep mm -hmm. in our heart and it's just barely there anymore just a little light um, I think too that the things the ways I've connected um, I think I was kind of putting together how to categorize it talks about it's the funniness I teach 7th graders and it's the humor that they just never remember anything you teach them so you have all these facts the name of the muses the quadratic equation and all mm -hmm. teachers know that they're not going to remember it they might for the test. So it's a little bit of the futility of trying to cram a bunch of facts into your head. Then as I mentioned in middle age, we all are in the path of forgetting things all the time. And there's this feeling we only can keep so many things in our brain at one time. So something new comes in, something else has to be pushed out. But then I think the sadness that, you know, we think of people that we know that are in memory care. And so it talks about people forgotten how to swim or even how to ride a bicycle. So it's that tragedy of is somebody who they are if all their memories are gone mm -hmm. or not that I think we just grapple with that mystery. So it's just good on so many levels. It's light and funny. It's it's amusing and that we all can relate to it, but it's also that tragic because it's probably all of our fates yeah. in our life. Yeah, the line that I feel like epitomizes my memory problems right now is even now, as you memorize the order of the planet, something else is slipping away. That's what I feel like I can choose. I can remember, I can learn something new, and I'm going to lose other stuff. There's a finite amount of brain power going on. So that was a line that kind of chilling to me. But I think it seems a little hopeful at the end. Mm -hmm. 
that even though the poem isn't known by heart anymore, the wonder is still there. Yeah. Like you were saying, maybe someone without their memory wouldn't be themselves, but there's something there, some, you know, memory of a something that remains and that can respond to that beauty. Mm-hmm. And that the moon is completely universal. Everybody on the planet can see it. So yeah, it kind true. of connects all of us. Okay, to finish us off, I'll read this again to let listeners hear it one more time now that we've talked about it a little bit. It's Forgetfulness by Billy Collins. The name of the author is the first to go, followed obediently by the title, the plot, the heartbreaking conclusion, the entire novel, which suddenly becomes one you have never read, never even heard of, as if one by one, the memories you used to harbor decided to retire to the southern hemisphere of the brain, to a little fishing village where there are no phones. Long ago you kissed the names of the nine muses goodbye and watched the quadratic equation pack its bag. And even now, as you memorize the order of the planets, something else is slipping away. A state flower, perhaps, the address of an uncle, the capital of Paraguay, Whatever it is you are struggling to remember, it is not poised on the tip of your tongue or even lurking in some obscure corner of your spleen. It has floated away down a dark mythological river whose name begins with an L, as far as you can recall, well on your own way to oblivion, where you will join those who have even forgotten how to swim and how to ride a bicycle. No wonder you rise in the middle of the night to look up the date of a famous battle in a book on war. No wonder the moon in the window seems to have drifted out of a love poem that you used to know by heart. Thanks for bringing this poem today, Anna, and for talking with me. Thank you, Mary. Part of my vision for Take This Poem was to have it be interactive. I imagined it as a virtual bonfire poetry reading where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. So what would that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could send me a voice recording of you reading a poem to be included in a mailbag poetry reading. Commenting on the poem is welcome, but optional. Don't be shy. It's the only voice you got. What better use for it do you have than reading beautiful words out loud? Also, you could request a poem that you'd like to hear me read and ponder on the show. Or tell me what you've been thinking about these days and I could play literary matchmaker and choose a poem for you. And by the way, I am aware that I have a small but loyal following of youngsters out there and these invitations are all open to them as well. Send any of these or other ideas you have to take this poem podcast at gmail.com and join me in sharing good poems with this little community. I hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>